Google is actually in the process of collapsing now. And, and we know this, it's been ongoing for about four years. And it really started with the uh, ad issues that swept through all of uh, Google system, including YouTube, and have been exacerbated. And so, so you know, this is this is the world we're coming into. It's going to be cool as hell. I can't wait for this to spread around the planet in serious ways and things to break out. And we'll see breakouts. We're seeing it now, right? Once the government admits that they're looking at UFOs in a serious way and there's shit they can't understand, it's going to build. It's going to keep going. It's going to keep affecting, right? Same thing is going to be true of our history. Once you start seeing things like Morrow come on out with his translation of the Bible and you start getting the information there, then everything starts breaking up. Finally, I am able to offer Bill Andrews' amazing new anti-aging dietary supplement with TAM. I have been wanting this since I learned about its discovery approximately four years ago. At that time, it was not available as an oral supplement, but now, Define Time with TAM is here. This amazing product counteracts and suppresses the fundamental cause of aging, telomere shortening. TAM improves biological health in skin, vessels, brain, and bone. Specifically, it works to lengthen telomeres and cells, leading to younger and healthier cells. Currently, Define Time with TAM is the most effective anti-aging compound available in the world today. Listeners will receive a 5% discount using code SARAH5. Be sure to use this every time you buy. It will also work in conjunction with other offers. See additional research and learn more with the link below. So here's the this, here's this situation, right? And this is factual. Uh, back in the day when I was in my youth and I was doing a lot of martial arts studies, I read a lot of the Taoist literature. And there was this one phrase in there that kept uh, reoccurring in various different forms throughout history that kept showing up in the Taoist literature about the idea of the wise man or the sage or the enlightened um, person who was looking ahead was going to be able to affect things a thousand miles away with a mere word, okay? And we're now in that time where we're seeing it with individuals who can change the planet with the spoken word. This has never occurred before. Uh, we're seeing it where the planet actually reacts to the, to the expression of, of language on the social media, and lots of people get all whipped up and then other people become rah, 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 but I, the whole planetary emotions can be, can be triggered, and I use that word quite advisedly, by the appropriate um, release of thinking, opinion, knowledge, etc. And we're also seeing it with all of our vertical tribes, how the various different vertical tribes can be affected by a single word in the sense of a, as a metaphor for a release of information within those various knowledge bases. So uh, what I love doing because of these times is, is browsing the sciences. So I'm on the list of virtually every scientific journal that's out there that's worth reading, and I get all the abstracts and I go through them and seeing what's developing, and it is truly phenomenal. It is truly fantastic. If you didn't look at any of the political crap, if you didn't look at any of the chemtrails, the earth changes, the 5G, or any of that, yes. you, would, you would swear we're living in a golden age. I would agree it, with you, yes that everything is just popping off like mad, new stuff is coming on, new knowledge. And every time we have a new layer of knowledge put on, it acts as a base for further expansion in other ways. You got people 
from all and all the languages are now contributing so that you know it no longer matters what you speak as a as a native language uh your if your science is good and your and your thinking is good you will, can become globe affecting from a small village that barely has electricity in some uh, you know third world uh, part of the the planet and you can make that the center of the world by thought and expression. It's it's incredible. The internet has a big part to do with that as well. The only thing that I, you know, and I always say this with my show and what this is about is that we have this amazing technology coming. It's making sure that we use it for the benefit of humanity because you can use it in the negative way too. And it could be bad. And so it's like organ uh, I don't worry like about that. You you don't okay, worry about I'm, that I'm, at all. No, you're you're just I'm uh, you know you're just way too young. You were you were trained by these people that sort of gave you this idea that um, uh, universe uh, that we should all be struggling towards one side or the other or so on, right? I'm a Taoist. Taoists basically believe that nature exists. We're part of nature. We'd better learn to deal with it. Nature is chaotic. So that's the way I see it. There will be people that will misuse it. So what? You know, we'll reel them in when we get sight of them. There That's will a, be well, because you don't want to restrict freedom. That's kind correct, of where I'm at. So I don't correct. want to restrict freedom. So we're going to have to deal with it as it comes. Right. So that's basically where we're at. Okay. I'm quite prepared to deal with the consequences of freedom. Many people are not. They're scared shitless of it. And whole political cadres are scared shitless of it. And we're in, a, in an era, at least in our country here, uh, where there's vast uh, quantities of political change occurring right now that will continue for a number of years before all this settles out, probably 15 years. That seems to be the cycle on these things. So we're just entering in a 15-year period of time that we'll probably see the death of the Democratic Party. It'll see an entire, maybe we'll split, maybe we'll have 40 parties in 15 years, but we should probably end up with a lot more representation. Uh, if we if we actually get to, were to follow the Constitution, and have representation based on population, we'd be much more like India. We would have a parliament uh, or, or a, a Congress of maybe two or 3,000 people. And thus we would have squabbles all to hell and gone and everything would be quite chaotic there as opposed to this That's binary fine. kind of choice. That'd be great. Thing. That'd be perfect. That'd be just great. That and would everybody's be great. voice can be could be heard. You could have parties down to certain levels, you know, the, you know, we're okay with stepping on ants, but you better be not step on realistic. a cockroach. Spot. Exactly. And, That's and why this whole two-party system is such BS. It's like two, you can't cram everybody into two boxes. It doesn't work. No, you well, can't see, even cram people into two thousand boxes, but that's a hell of a lot better. <laughs> but that's a lot better, right? Right? <laughs> right? But but and it comes from the age of Pisces, though. Okay, schooling fishes, you know, herding them all together. Uh, so so the mega religions, uh, monotheism, uh, all of this stuff arose out of the age of Pisces. Now we're into the age of knowledge. Well, knowledge descends to the point where it's pushed out to everybody. No longer is there a need for a priest class. If you have the ability to hit a really good search engine and get what you want, you don't need any any intervening um, minds between you and that information that may put a filter on there that you're unaware of and that you wouldn't like if you knew of. I'm proud to share with you Tetragen, which helps you transition to a healthier, happier, and thinner you without cravings or side effects. Our metabolic hormones are the underlying problem that doom every diet and exercise program to fail. 
They control our metabolism, cravings, how much we eat to feel satiated, blood sugar levels, and even our energy levels. Tetrogen is formulated with four clinically proven patented ingredients that help rebalance your metabolic hormones in roughly 15 to 20 days, depending on the amount of weight you want to lose. Once your metabolic hormones are rebalanced, you'll be on the path of long-term sustainable weight loss because Tetrogen is the first in the world which is scientifically formulated with four clinically proven and patented active ingredients to help you reach your targeted weight in two distinct phases. Phase one, we balance your metabolic hormones, and phase two, accelerate fat loss. The best part is that Tetragon comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee. So what do you have to lose besides weight? Learn more with the link below. So, so you know. So you think the rise of communism will start to go away? I mean, because San Francisco is the perfect example of what happens when you're approaching a communistic environment where you have the worst slums in the world followed by the wealthiest in the world all in the same spot shit on the ground dirty right needles. right it's terrible and uh disease etc the homelessness and so on but i don't see that as being i see the communism as being simply uh opportunistic um individuals trying to take advantage of that situation yeah, yeah exactly and um, no, I don't think uh, the underlying conditions need to change before the political things change. So politics always follows, okay? It's very much uh, politics is to um, uh, humanity the way carbon dioxide is to, to um, uh, global climate. It's a trailing indicator. Carbon dioxide peaks during the time that we're already into a cooling period just past the, the greatest warming is when we have the the largest peak of carbon dioxide and it changes over time so we're at that point right now we're having our carbon dioxide peak in mass weird politics including the rise of the communistas and the you know the uh communistic anti-fascist uh, guys and all of these kind of things and yes you've got all of these uh cities that are that are pits but it's not limited to san francisco oregon seattle oh, i mean yeah. i was shocked at, uh, we had to go to seattle for medical appointments, and I was shocked at the level of homelessness there, the piles of, of needles there. You can't, you gotta be careful. People are gonna get killed because they're living in in um, uh, freeway medians and this sort of thing. But a lot of it is mental illness. And a lot of it is, uh, yeah. as, yep. and a lot of that mental illness results directly, in my opinion, from our, our inability as a society to uh, be honest with ourselves about mental illness, how the society contributes and all the things we need to do to get rid of it. And it is just very pervasive. And I can say this as a, a victim of that mental illness uh, at many different levels throughout my life, that our society doesn't recognize what it can do in very simple ways to deal with mental illness. So for instance, in 1951, and then repeated again in 53, 56, and 58, a number of experiments were run that proved that uh, paranoid schizophrenics can be made, uh, if not normal, at least virtually symptom-free by adequate levels of vitamin B, specifically vitamin B3 and B6. So, uh, so it turns out that the pathways, the gene expression for paranoid schizophrenia, we now know involve uh, vitamin D and vitamin B binding agents getting all out of whack because of these uh, expressions. And we knew this in the 50s. So we need not have suffered the huge increase in um, um, psychiatrically uh, 
able to be written down by psychiatrists, you know, recordable, uh, paranoid schizophrenic symptoms within the population. And we must ask ourselves, since there's such a huge correlation between vitamin D and vitamin B with schizophrenia, is it possible that people that have only one or a recessive number of paranoid schizophrenic genes might in fact be expressing schizophrenia simply because of a bad diet that doesn't give them adequate vitamins, right? And so there's all of these kind of things about uh, mental illness we need to look at realistically that we can't look at through the filter of political correctness, that we can't look at exactly. through, through any kind of these other filters. Political correctness crap. screws everything up. Correct. Correct. You're lying to yourself. Yeah. You know, okay, yes, I agree that there's many aspects of gender expression that are social constructs, okay? And it is true that humans are very diverse. And I don't see uh, gender or sexual um, expression as being binary in humans. But in order for that to, to, to be understood, we must get rid of feminism. Feminism is female supremacy. Feminism is not trying to represent and, and uh, re repair damage to our social fabric uh, of the way in which women have been treated all these centuries. It cannot do anything to alter the past. And feminism as an expression in any other manner denies that we're in a continuum of sexual expression. It concentrates only on a very narrow band. But the current version and the way that they are implemented, the military, the militaristic feminists, because, you know, the feminists that worked hard so that women could vote. The feminists that work hard that if I'm doing the same job no, as a man. No, no, sorry, 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 sorry. Hold it, hold it. Uh, women, women's vote was not granted by feminists. Those no, individuals they, were suffragettes. Their well, yeah, target they, was entirely voting. They well, had and, no, and that's and they they've been characterized as feminists. And if you think of a feminist as that, that's right. not what you're talking about. You're right. talking and about equal pay is an economic issue. So you know, so now you're getting into the point where feminism is entirely about genitalia, and they want to put all these rules about. Uh, whose genitalia is uh, effective yeah, and how it should stupid. be used and all of this that's other all crud, stupid. right? But right, we, exactly. But, but people, if you're doing the exact same freaking job, you should be paid less just because I have a vagina or you have a, you know, penis. No. If we're doing the same damn thing, because right. they took advantage of certain people because they could. Okay. Now, like what Milton Friedman used to say is, the if we really let the economics, I, I played this in class in an ethics course, if you let the economics play out, then women will end up having an advantage because people will want to hire the women because they're ping, ping, and then eventually it'll level up. I, I agree with that, but there are factors where people will try to screw over people as long as possible and keep them ignorant and all sorts of shit that people do. But I mean, I don't know. You know. No, no, you're correct. You're correct. But see, that's part of my whole thing about let's not restrict um, uh, activity or freedom in any way. And we'll just let the say, society be chaotic and it will still grow, will still improve. And we just won't be organized or trying to be directed in any way, shape or form. I'm tired of all of that stuff from the elites. So I agree with you, right? At that, at that level, uh, the more expression, the more diverse expression we have, the better for humanity, because it is through that um, expression 
and the collision of ideas, ideas are good and the ones we can back and go forward on. And we're in one of those periods of time right now where we've got a lot of ideas in collision and there's going to be even more over these next few years because technology is going to upend everything. It's great. Yeah. I love that. It's, it, it's, um, but there is, there are times like the 5G coming out that's damaging. There are times where, or the, uh, organ organ harvesting. I mean, those are where you have to deal with that kind of shit. You don't stop. Right. You don't want to stop them right. from doing. I always say you don't want to pull the freedom away, but we got to identify it when it happens and do something and not be stupid and let it continue. Because right okay, now we're is, in the let's we're stupid and letting it continue. And let it continue. And that's because we are not okay. And this comes down to language. And the and something I learned in in my entire life was the very first thing that happens. Once one has an enlightenment experience at any level, okay, the very first thing that happens is thereafter you cannot stop yourself from using words appropriate to the subject. So in other words, uh, so let me state it this way. Once you reach enlightenment, the very first thing that happens to your mind is that you use language that reflects the reality. And so... Um, uh, we need to understand that our language has been part of our problem, that political correctness has crept in everywhere. It's crept into science to the extent now that 70% of all um, scientific experiments, they did a study of studies, so you got to watch out for that. But 70% of all There's a study the... of studies of studies. I'll keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. But, but a study of studies that says that they can't replicate most scientific experiments that are written yes. in peer-reviewed yeah. Uh, material. Okay, yeah. so all different kinds of things are changing at that level. And we do need to watch our language. But if we free our language to where we're, we struggle to get the right word to describe the situation, and then we can all fight and agree about those words, then we can actually start thinking appropriately about what we're becoming involved in. And technology is actually going to help us this way. I'm not afraid of AI. 5G, there's some weird stuff about it right now that we need to divert to. And that is that it's a hugely expensive proposition to do 5G because millimeter waves don't travel very far. No matter how much energy you put behind them, they degrade very rapidly. The long waves that travel through the atmosphere along um, period, you know, long distance are the lower frequency waves. Um, the higher the frequency, the shorter the range that it goes, no matter how much power you put through it. It's kind of like you get resistance, like trying to shove a lot of electricity through a small copper wire kind of a thing. And so the infrastructure needs to have bazillions of little devices. And, and yeah, we're going to get some economic boost out of making all these little devices and even maintaining them. But at the moment, there's no economic imperative to roll this out. There's nobody out there screaming, willing to throw money down on the table for 5G effects. It is, it's one of these top-down push-out kind of things as opposed to bottom-up uh, demand-driven. I know. That's what's so, weird. Uh, that's really weird. It's quite strange because you've got all these companies putting a lot of damn money into it. Now, they think, or, or rather they are saying in the literature and letting it be known in reading between the lines that – they're trying to jump the technology curve. Okay. Trying to beat China. Cor yeah, well, corporations, no, no, corporate, even Huawei and some of the other Chinese companies are involved in this. Okay. They, okay. So the thinking at a, at a corporate level, at the high end planning level, you know, we're going to plan five years out like for government, what technology is going to be coming down the road in five years that we can invest in now that will give us that first mover advantage. That's basically the, the equation they're trying to get. So maybe, 
let's just pick a wild example. Okay. Uh, uh, lasers. All right. So maybe they come up with the idea that, well, from now on, everybody's going to use lasers. Anytime you touch your cell phone, it's going to send a laser up to that cell tower. And so we really need to be in, in the encoding business of putting information on lasers. And they see that, that indeed this is going to be the, the case. And so they start putting an investment in it, even though right now there's nobody trying to, to use lasers on their cell phone for faster service. They see this as the next evolution. And so they want to dominate that because they want to be there because they have discovered, as we all have in these past 15 years, that first mover advantage cannot be overcome. Corporate wise, you can't overcome it. Nobody will ever be able to topple Google. Google will first. Google wasn't first. Google was um, a fast follower, first. and they okay. were the first one to saturate. But they were a fast Correct. follower. Correct. It's very but expensive the, to be first. But go ahead. Correct. Very expensive to be first. You need to have that money right behind you to make you take that next jump and go scale, as they mm -hmm. say. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Google had the money set up behind them from Intel Q, which is the CIA's mm -hmm. financing arm, and I think that the entire staff of of Google at those early days were just cutouts. That CIA was running the whole operation. They decided that they could work with this group and so on. That's my own personal paranoid opinion. But nonetheless, the, the facts of the rise of Google basically said once they'd reached a certain level of that first mover advantage, um, they dominated and it's not gonna be possible to, to overcome Very that Very difficult, yes. And they, okay, well actually it's gonna be real easy, okay? as long as you don't try and overcome Google, as long as you just let Google uh, uh, rip their own guts out and impale themselves on their own problems and just develop um, onto the side with your own business plan, you will destroy a new, Google. A new, better one. They are like, no, uh, no, no, no. It can even, it can, it can be a hundred percent replica uh, of Google as long as it doesn't come with the baggage that is currently that's destroying That's what I mean by Google. better. You, 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 your business model would be better in some way because you have to have some model to get rid of that baggage. Right. Right. But if you have the technology, technology can be the same. You yeah. don't have to have yep. better. When you say better, I normally think technology just because my weird skewed thing. <laughs> yeah, I think because the business model is also a system. We're getting correct. people to work in a way is a system and it's more complex than people realize. But it, it yeah. So like Buckmeister Fuller says, create now, your own. Too, by the way. What'd you say? Okay. So uh, Google is actually in the process of collapsing now. Yeah, and, which is, and we know this been be. ongoing for about four years, and it really started with the uh, ad issues that swept through all of uh, Google system, including YouTube, and have been exacerbated. And so the problem is that um, um, if they're going to deliver advertising as uh, anything other than a platform, then the advertisers are going to hold them um, responsible uh, as though they are a publisher. And they're going to say, I don't want my ad on that page. I don't want my ad associated with that video. And so, so Google, once that crack was made that they're not a platform, they're more of a publisher, they're going to die an advertiser death because of the social issues that we're seeing now, the activism, the far left progressive um, advertising activism. You can't advertise this stuff to these people. And we want all those people to die. All anyway, it had to so, do you know, was 
all they have to do is let the people pick where they want and go in there and select some right. buttons and stuff and get over But they it. can't. They can't. And there's many reasons they can't. And in my opinion, again, another paranoid opinion, it's because of the corruption at the top. Okay, yeah. So, okay, so I've advertised on Google. I've advertised on YouTube. I've advertised on Twitter. And I, can, I like Twitter for a lot of different reasons. But I can tell you that advertising on Google and YouTube, uh, uh, you won't ever be allowed to audit them. They're going to take your money and claim that they placed the ads and that you got these views and there's no way of validating any of it. And, and it just goes on and on and on and on. That's your first there. clue. If yeah, you can't audit, yeah. there's, then... <laughs> there's some shady stuff going on. Yes. And having been a, a YouTube creator and seeing it get all of the video uh, content get ripped off uh, and so on, I think to myself... Uh, okay, so I'm told that it's a bunch of people in India that are ripping off my videos to put on their YouTube channel to hopefully get a few uh, pennies worth of advertising. And it's being done by several thousand channels and it's, and it's automated simply because the uh, people in India are good at programming and therefore they can do it this way and so on. And I think to myself, well, that might be the case, but it just be really the same amount, far less trouble to imagine that it's... Um, Google staff or YouTube staff that have set up a system to game their own internal system because I see that there are no um, oh. operating checks and balances on their own employees. So if I, I, I work for, okay, I work for some of the largest uh, OSPs on the planet, other service mm -hmm. providers. Mm -hmm. These are large companies that have big brick buildings and places with big mainframes and stuff and they're the backbone of the internet. Every single one of those I worked with, the upper management was always corrupt. They were always rigging, doing something to try and scam their own customers, the customers of the phone systems, all of this kind of stuff, even down to the level of trying to snag um, these, uh, they were called cords, okay, at the time. And it was one-sixth of a penny. And because we could bill in the billing and rating channel, we could bill in time down to one-sixth of a penny. We knew down to that millisecond level when you dropped the phone. And so they would do things. They would have that, that drop of the call have to have an extra two hops back and forth in order to get two extra one-sixth of a penny out, penny out of you. And that never and that never went into the corporate thing. That was a, a handling fee that ended up in one of the pockets of one of the executives on the sixth floor. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's but, what bakers because, do, too. Because I had to write the code, oh, I knew geez. what the bugger was up to. <laughs> You're like, well, I want part of that if I'm going to be writing it. Right. I, I quit shortly <laughs> no, after. That's unethical, but yes. I'm not. I'm not advocating that. I don't. You know. We no, but you can see ethical. how Google could do that really easily, or YouTube. Oh yeah. Right? And I would. I would wonder if there. You know. I would ask if I were running the place and I was the head of either YouTube or Google. I would have a little statement in this hiring contract that said you can't be a creator. You can't create channels. You can't get any advertising dollars from any of the people that are advertising on our site. You can't link your website. Yes. Any of this kind of stuff. And people if you do, would dislike me. People would dislike me because I'd be like the anal ethical person. I mean, I really would be. I'd be like, none of this. Everybody needs to trust us. But you know what? If you instill trust in your company, you wouldn't have the problem where Google might be failing now. You right. just wouldn't. You would be the trusted corporation and you would last decades. Nobody Correct. would complain. Correct. 
but they're swinging with the social winds, which, as we know, blow this way, that way constantly. They escalate and they keep going. And here's the whole thing. Um, you know, the Taoists, getting back to them, uh, everything peaks just before change. Carbon dioxide is a trailing indicator. It peaks just as you're coming into the cold period, right? And so we're in a social wind period of time where everything gets hugely exacerbated just before it all crumbles and something else starts up. So if we're in a storming Right. So if you're in a corporation and you don't have that center grounded central core of stuff that just says, I don't care if of change, this is my path, and I'm just going to let them buffet me as they choose. Uh, if you don't have that, then you're going to be taken over, as Google is currently being taken over, by the mass of, of certain political winds that will direct you to go this way that are not in your interest as a business at all. I agree 100%. Because you can't control social conditions. There's things you can't control and there's things you can. Control the things you can, like integrity, as much as you, you know, you can't control everybody. All the employees can integrity, but you can control how you act towards lack of integrity. Yes. But you can't control everybody else around you and the businesses around you. So you do control what you can and deal with what you can. And they're and not. Of course, that's that I think is you know reflecting of your core values. Exactly. And if, and if universe wants to support those, universe rewards the addition of value to universe. So if you're out doing stuff where you're ordering or adding value, you will be rewarded. And if you're not, you can fake it for a little bit of time. But universe is a very long span of time. So the fact that you might get away with it for five or 10 years is not an indication that it's going to go on forever. No, and we're at one of those points of change where forever is going to come and slap a few people in the face. Well, we're seeing it around us. Yeah, the energy against it is really surging. You know, right. they're screwing around with too many people. You know, they've been, my subscribers have been flat. And then suddenly something happened over the last three days where they changed something. It's probably because of the, and just overnight, I gained 200 subscribers. You know, I think. Sure, sure. <laughs> here's, here's, know? What's, here's what's, yeah, they're, they're having to redo a lot of the algorithms, okay? And uh, because anything that stays, it's a truism, especially in tech, and you know it, any system that stays static will be gamed by humans, mm -hmm. okay? It doesn't matter what the system is. Social security is being gamed by humans because it's static for too long. Immigration is being gamed yes, by yeah, humans, you know, yeah. healthcare, all of these things. Well, they have a, they have a problem in that they're, uh, the effective rate of change within Google or within any of the algorithm-based uh, social media has to be much higher than government or any other form of business in order to prevent the egregious gaming of their system for monetary gain, okay? Because if I as a programmer see that there's a hole in how they do advertising and stuff, then I'll write a program that will automate the hell out of that. And all of a sudden that that uh, drip, drip, drip of an extra penny out of their advertising pocket becomes millions of dollars Those because I can automate the hell of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, so, you know, so they've got to change constantly, but here's the thing, right? Uh, there's uh, this guy out there, David Wilcock, that he thinks very highly of himself. And uh, he thought that he had 5 million videos, more than Oprah Winfrey and, and all this kind of stuff, because he was doing a search on Google. And he put this search thing in a video. And he says, look, I had 5 million videos. Most of them are, are copies. So he thinks he's, he's hot shit because everybody's trying to copy his video and, and put it back up on YouTube to the extent that he's got 5 million representative 
videos out there. Well, coincidentally, uh, he makes this video and a couple of weeks later, the he's screaming because the 5 million count is now down to 1 million. A couple of uh, weeks later, he's screaming further because it's down less than a million. And so here, it, it's kind of funny because here he's screaming now about people not ripping him off, not duplicating his content stuff, but none of that, nothing changed. The only thing that changed was how Google reported search results. So in the first instance, when he found 5 million, that wasn't 5 million videos. It was only in his mind that there were 5 million videos. What he failed to, to understand was that every single time his name appeared anywhere within the description of the video, it was counted as one of those hits. So you could have somebody that put his name in the description 20 times and put it down in the tags two or three times, and it was in the title, and maybe that one video accounted for 25 or 30 of those actual hits. So when, when Google, as a result, and YouTube, as a result of advertiser pressure, had to rework their algorithms to provide a more accurate view of who they were advertising with and for how long, All, everybody's numbers went down because the new reporting kicked in for the search thing that said every single time, one name per video, that's it. And it took them a while to get it all so adjusted. more accurate, yeah. Correct, correct. And so, but he thinks of it as a personal attack and he's taking all of this, you know, so it's in his own mind that this, um, uh, which apparently is in his own ego so that this, this thing's going on. But it's just a matter of understanding how the technology uh, works. And these days um, we have the uh, internet, you can get the internet on your phone, so there's no excuse for not looking this shit up and reading about it if you don't understand it. That was my thing about knowledge. I don't have, I have a big knowledge base just because I'm old and I lived in the world of books. But these days I would try and maintain flex, if I were growing up and I was young now, I would try and maintain flexibility and creative thinking and wouldn't try and bother to remember a lot of stuff because I can instantly look it up should I ever need it. And it, my looking it up would be much more accurate. You know, is it 2.54 or is it 2.546, um, you know, centimeters to the inch, right? And so if I needed it to know at that point, I just look it up and I'm done with it. I don't have to try and remember it. So we need to organize our minds differently. This is good, though, because being 66, I was looking if I lived another 20 years or, you know, if um, uh, C60 kicked in and I lived another 80 years, I'm going to have a real problem if I'm trying to remember stuff because of the way in which we organize memories and things. But if I don't have to, if I can consider myself an augmented being and I've got always at my uh, – um, instant reach, the ability to search for any factual information, then I don't have to worry about the accumulation of the trivia that allows thinking to occur, right? I can do yeah, my yeah. thinking, put in a placeholder, get the actual data and continue, right? So you don't care if you lose Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I don't know why I even thought about it. We just weird played Trivial Pursuit last week. But yeah, that's exactly right. It's the conceptual understanding and then going, well, I don't need the detail. I just need to know what yeah, I just need to look up that. I need to understand the conceptual detail, but I don't need the right. factual detail. I can look that up. Well, you don't have to have the knowledge base. You don't have to burden your brain with storing the knowledge base of that detail because you can look it up. You have to understand that, you know, the devil is in the details and you need to know how those details work and so on so that you don't make stupid conclusions like MMS in a jar gets rid of Roundup and therefore you think it's going to do the same thing inside you. You know, the two are not not at, at all conceptual equals, and you need to understand the differences. 
but but you needn't remember all of the various different chemical pathways and genes and so forth that are going to be interrupted by the drinking of the MMS to understand it's not good to drink it. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, that's exactly. I agree with you. So what are you doing now? Are you uh, you're still put doing videos? I see a new video yes. from you every so often, and you. Um, so what are you doing? Where can people reach you and? And, you know, people well, love okay. you. So where can yeah, they... I, I know. Okay. But, but it's been kind of a problem. Okay. I, I have to take this. I saw the, the Bob Lazar, uh, interview with Joe Rogan, which was just beautiful work. Joe Rogan does such a good job. And at the very last part of it, all the way down at the, you know, three plus hours, Bob Lazar says, you know, basically don't come and see me. <laughs> don't come and try and find me. And I've got to say, I'm not producing reports and I can explain that in a second, but Please, please don't come and come and see me. Uh, I've got enough issues and enough problems. I can't be a congenial host. And I've just had too many people show up here. And it gets a little unnerving to have to be on your guard like that, right? Because a lot of these people don't like me that do show up. Um, no. But I'm, well, I'm they, not doing... People showing up, showing up physically, that's not right. okay. Don't, that's, don't come yeah. to my house. Yeah. Exactly. Don't come and camp out on my lawn. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> But uh, no, what I'm doing is actually exploring some stuff. I should have some new products out um, uh, or new things out uh, relatively soon. I'm going to do some uh, freebies just because I want to um, um, have some fun um, that I'm going to try uh, releasing in unique ways. And then I've got some um, new projects going. I bought the entire catalog of weather information that the NOAA has. And because I'm a programmer, I'm able to then take that catalog of all of their data, and I've determined that they're basically lying to us about global warming, that they're only showing us data from 1960 on, because that's the only data that supports their conjecture. And that and that we're actually, and so I've proved to myself that, that the number of 95 degree days uh, affecting the United States is way on a down curve from summer to summer to summer to summer to summer. And I, so somebody that, gave me a graph. I don't mean to interrupt you, but somebody gave sure. me a graph of 10,000 years, and there's only 100 years that, of the 10,000 that were actually warmer. Correct, correct. And and we peaked, right? We're already into the cooling part. So I'm, I've actually satisfied myself that that's the case. Now I'm starting to... Uh, work on some other uh, interesting things. Really cool stuff, actually. It, very low probability of success, though. One of the cool things That's is okay. Graham, Graham Hancock has got this book out called uh, Before America, or America Before, okay, about an ancient civilization that was on our continent and that uh, our continent is not the new home of, of humanity, but is the old one, and we were uh, wiped off of this continent by this great disaster 13,000 years ago. But there's still a couple of places in the United or in the continental North America where you might be able to find remnants of these ancient civilizations. And it just so happens I'm living in one of those and I'm doing some explorations oh, that's cool. with the idea of looking for landforms that we now think of as hills and small mountains and these kind yeah. of things and valleys and so forth that are in fact artificial that might clue me in to some of these remnants of these ancient civilizations. They found in California, they found... Uh, mastodon bones that have a spiral break in them. You only get a spiral break in a bone when the bone is freshly extracted from a newly killed animal. As soon as the bone starts to dry out, it shatters and goes into these little fractured spiky bits. It doesn't do a spiral. The only way, only reason you have a spiral bone is humans breaking the bone open to get the marrow out. On the inside of these bones of these 
of these animals, you can see that there are scrape marks as humans use some other device to scrape out the marrow. These bones had that happen to them 130,000 years ago, okay, in California. That's so we cool. know, but here's the, here's the thinking on it. Modern science tells us that modern humans basically came out of Africa, you know, 100,000 years ago. And then we developed society slowly. Other, but, but, it used, but they used to say that it only took us 40,000 years to go from caveman to modern society. So if we were to imagine that they were accurate about that, and we take that and push it back on the time frame of 130,000 years ago, then it means 130,000 years ago, there were cavemen in California. 40,000 years of advancement took them to a hugely advanced civilization equivalent to what we are now. And that was 90,000 years ago in North America. So wow. there's got to be stuff left all over that we could, we could potentially find. Well, didn't find they have, here. when we came, you know, in mass, Europeans came in mass in the 17, 1800s, they found a lot of stuff and destroyed it. Just built over it, knocked Mass, it down. Knocked it down. Uh, my one of my relatives in California left a, um, a journal. Uh, this was um, uh, let's see, he died in like 1930, and so in the 19, um, 19 early 1900s and into like 1912, he was getting day labor, taking and dumping bones off the coast of California, for the masons. The masons paid them a dollar a sack to lug bones onto this ship and then dump them off, uh, off the coast. These bones were the bones of giants. These bones were femurs yeah, of people that were that nine incredible. and 10 and 15. Yep. Yep. They were being found people. all over California yeah. as they started getting into the agriculture. Yep. And I had and so, somebody pull up an old newspaper article with pictures of them. Yeah. Those are actually yeah. in old newspapers. Right. So, That's you know, cool. this is this is the world we're coming into. It's going to be cool as hell. I can't wait for this to spread around the planet in serious ways and things to break out. And we'll see breakouts. We're seeing it now, right? Once the government admits that they're looking at UFOs in a serious way and there's shit they can't understand, it's going to build. It's going yes. to keep going. It's going to keep affecting, right? Same thing is going to be true of our history. Once you start seeing things like Morrow come on out with his translation of the Bible and you start getting the information there, then everything starts breaking up. And it's not going to affect just Christians because the, the Jewish people and the um, Islamic people, they're, they're all based on that same structure and, and the underlying same text. So they're going to have to reevaluate what they're, what they're dealing with here. Yeah. And it's the chaos that you're talking about. It's a right. societal chaos that's going to be painful and it's going to be hard to go through. And it's right. going to be Drugs hard help. to be a messenger of it. <laughs> Don't camp out on my no, house. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's fun to be a messenger it of is. it. It is. It uh, is very it's risky. fun. It's risky and it's dangerous because a lot of people will kill you because they can't stand the change. And that's that's one of the fears is as a... Um, Even though you didn't, uh, I didn't cause it. I'm not the one doing it. Right. Unfortunately, there will still be people that will want to kill the messenger just because they don't want to hear it. And in fact, we now see that that's the case, right? You're not allowed to use certain words in front of certain people because they're, they're going to absolutely lose their minds and go crazy on you because those words somehow cause their egos or their bodies to have some kind of a reaction. And you're responsible for their thoughts because you use that word. Yeah, exactly. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. Well, and yeah. that's that's getting back to your point that we need to understand what's really going on and be calm the, to have some tranquility to what we're dealing with here and rise above it.
Yeah, and especially dealing with the batshit crazy individuals, you know. Well, you know, comments you, might you be turned off here. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, thank you. And your website, your your YouTube videos are still up, and you will be. I'll have you back because I love talking sure, to you. Sure, sure. And, and I'll make new um, videos, and, I, and I've got some stuff going. You know, can look at me on Twitter. That's the only social media uh, other than YouTube I use with any regularity. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming back as always, and um, just have an amazing day. And I'm so happy that you're doing better health wise. Me too. <laughs> it's been it's been great that way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, bye.